What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Becoming Podcast. Thank you for joining me yet again. Um, I am recording this episode for probably the fourth time now. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out what has been going on with me because I had an episode planned and it was going to be put yourself first. The episode was going to be about choosing ourselves in order for us to be able to choose God more. So just a little bit into it. There are so many times we give of ourselves to to other people, other things in our life. We distract ourselves. We uh, give our time, effort, and money even to other people. So much so that we have nothing to give God. Nothing to give God. Because for those of us who struggle with putting ourselves first, we tend to feel so drained. But we keep it a secret. Keep it to ourselves, right? And... So this is kind of like a a prelude into next week because putting myself first has always been an issue because I have self-acceptance issues. I have not been able to accept myself ever completely. I've not been able to fully accept myself and that is an issue. I have not been able to realize that because I was always so distracted with relationships. I was distracted with trying to, you know, grow in, you know, career-wise, trying to figure out ways to get more money. And I wasted 2020. I wasted it. I wasted time. And people could say, oh, you know, you know, it was probably, you know, things happened when they happened, blah, blah, blah. But it was like, no, I really did waste time. Because As I was trying to just do things and trying to figure things out on my own, God is like, yo, I need you to sit down and spend some time with me so I can show you what's going on for real. But no, I tried to figure things out on my own. And so I've had issues with accepting myself and with the time I have been you know, by myself, because I'm not distracted with relationships or anything like that anymore. I've been able to see how my self-acceptance issues even affected my relationships. To break it down some more, in relationships, I eventually find myself nitpicking at things I don't like. I eventually found myself looking at who I was with and saying, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm not really, you know, too satisfied with, you know, who I'm with and because of this, because of that. It was mainly because I was not in a place where I fully accepted myself. And so I immediately tried to get into relationships for uh, the wrong reasons, essentially. It was because I was trying to seek validation and significance within those relationships, I was trying to get something that the relationship, the person couldn't give me. I have to accept myself. I have to do the internal work of accepting me. And it's been hard to accept me because for such a long time, I usually felt like the odd one out. I usually felt like, you know, the person who saw things from a different perspective 
and the way I express myself was a little different. Like just to get into it as a Christian, it's been really hard to accept that <laughs> I'm a child of God, to be honest, because, you know, I'm still in a space where I'm not shy about drinking. I sometimes curse. I don't curse all the time. It's not like just like the only thing in my vocabulary, but I still curse sometimes. Um, I, I love my culture, so I still listen to soca music. I go to carnival, and I'm not shy about that either. Um, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really big on the, like, going to, like, different parties and stuff. Like, I don't need to. It's not a thing that I need to do. But if somebody invited me and I wanted to go, I'll go. But, the, but then you see videos or I'll, I'll use I statements, but then I see videos where people are saying like, Oh God you delivered me from swearing, from drinking, from partying, all this stuff. And I'm like, God, am I doing this wrong? Like, am I, am I in the wrong? Am I, am I negating this growth, this deliverance that other people are getting? Because I still do the things that they claim they are delivered from and people throwing away alcohol bottles and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, I have, uh, <laughs> I got a bottle right next to me. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't, I always felt different. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't always everybody else's fault. And it's not now, it's not ever anybody else's fault. Like, because I realized I myself took myself away or distanced myself because I couldn't fully accept me and then projected that onto other people. Now, the, you know, where I am right now, I'll say, you know, with the, you know, uh, not being shy of uh, drinking and, um, you know, swearing sometimes and all that stuff. Like now, I don't, Listen, I don't think that I I am in full belief that God can do anything because this might not be me in six months, a year, two years. Things might like that, that part of me or those things about me may change because I have to one thing I have to remember is like, yo, I'm not perfect. I will never try to be perfect. I will never claim to be perfect. The only thing I can do is wake up every day with the intention of, God, how do I surrender more to you? How do I, uh, how do I live in a way that pleases you? You know, help me to grow, continue your work in me, like really being intentional about being the man of God that I was created to be. That God used me to bless somebody else. But the thing is, when I pray, use me, like God is going to use all of me. But if I have a problem accepting all of me, then I, I can disqualify myself from being used at all. Like Moses. Moses spent a few chapters talking about how he wasn't qualified to free anybody. 
he disqualified himself. Uh, like there, there are people who question their value, their worth, their abilities because they have a distorted view of themselves. And those are people I want to help. Like those are people because I'm. I have said consistently. I want to be a life coach. I want to be a counselor. I want to open up a school one day, eventually, right? And I really believe God is taking me through everything I need to go through in order to be able to help the people that he wants me to help. I believe that. And so for the past couple of weeks, it's been hard. Like, I've I've felt so low. Like, I've tried to numb myself and distract myself with YouTube videos and social media. I've gone to sleep early because I've had this like this empty, hollow feeling inside. And I've I feel like, you know, every day I've felt like, you know, there's more to life than this. Like, what can I do? While battling, like, will people accept me? Why don't why can't I fully accept myself? What is it about me that is so bad that I can't accept myself? And it's because I've tried to be a person who everybody liked. And I got lost in trying to people please. So much so that I tried to push down all the negative about me and replace that with artificial fake qualities that I thought would make people like me. And so now when I'm trying to put out a podcast episode, I feel fake because I'm like, yo, I, I, I still have all of these things or not. That's the thing too. I magnify my issues and I belittle the great things that God put in me. So I need to, I need to change that for real. I do these things that I believe other Christians would find so detestable that I feel fake putting out an episode talking about the goodness of God, talking about how God can change you because God has done a lot in my life. Like that, that lust stuff is like really dwindling because he's <laughs> by by force and by divine by divine intervention he has definitely uh he's definitely given me the power to say no he's definitely given me a changed mind a new perspective so that i don't need to go back to trying to fill my void through lust like he's definitely changed other things too like pride laziness like there are so many things that God is doing in my life that I have a new perspective on. But all I see are the negative sides of me that I believe other people will find detestable, that even God finds detestable, that at times I'm like, yo, am I really even saved? Am I really even your child for real? Because I'm so used to I'm so used to uh, magnifying my issues. It's so much easier for me to find a negative 
experience in my life than a positive one. It's so easy to talk bad against myself than it is to uplift myself. It's so easy to believe what the devil says about me and hard to believe what God says about me. Like it's really, <laughs> it's really almost one-sided at times because I'm used to talking shit about myself. I'm used to it. When you have always been in a habit of speaking down about yourself, that voice that speaks positive things about you, or when you hear positive things about you, it's so uncomfortable. It's not, it's so foreign because you're so used to listening and hearing the negative voice, the negative things. It's so, it's so commonplace to hear, oh, you failed, or oh, that's not for you, or oh, are you sure you can do that? Or do you think you're worthy of that? I don't think that that's for you. Like, it's so easy to listen to that voice. Even when you pray and ask God, God, show me, like, show me what you want me to do. Give me a, a vision of what you, what you want me to do. And at some point, you get this, like, really crazy idea. You can talk yourself out of that idea. You can talk yourself out of a vision. Like you can really talk yourself out of anything because the power of life and death is in the tongue. It's so true. The power of life and death is in, you can give yourself life. You can speak life over yourself. You really can. Or you can speak death over yourself and kill your dreams, your hopes, diminish your self-esteem. You can do that. It's so easy to do that. And I've spent so much of my time diminishing my own self-esteem because of mistakes I've made because of the flaws I have. I focus so much on what I believe I can't do. I focus so much on the negative things that have occurred in my life because of me. I spend so much time on what I believe other people aren't going to like when they find out those things about me. That I keep myself stagnant from moving anywhere, from doing the great things that God created me to do. And it's time for me to step out of that. It's time for me to break that wall down that keeps me from moving forward into what God has for me. Because like I said, I've spent so much time not liking myself because I want me to be perfect. I want me to get it right all the time. Because if I'm not getting it right all the time, how can, how can I believe God loves me? If I'm not performing well, how could I believe anybody is going to like me? If I'm not doing things the right way all the time, do I really deserve to be happy? Like those are the thoughts that I have. Those are the thoughts I have all the time. And with that comes stagnation. With that comes me sabotaging relationships and opportunities. With that comes the inability to have peace and joy. And so when people say finding identity in Christ, 
what people, what I believe, and I and I may be wrong. I may be very wrong. What I believe that to be is taking yourself out of the normal thoughts and opinions you have. Taking yourself out of the view of your mistakes and how you view yourself from a distorted lens and placing yourself in what God thinks about you, what God says about you. And the only way you can know is through reading his word. That's what I believe or part of finding your identity in Christ is. And so that's that's where I am. That's that's what work is going on in me right now. And so I just I really want God to continue his work in me. I want to grow. I don't want to be the same. And if I continue if I continue drinking. And I'm and like I said, I don't drink all the time. I'm just not shy. If I was to go out with, uh, <laughs> if I was to go out with Pastor Mike Todd, I'm getting a Long Island. If I'm if I'm sitting with Jesus, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, if I'm in His presence, I might not even be thinking about anything else <laughs> for real. But if the thought crossed my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm getting a Long Island. You want one? Like it's like I'm being very serious. Because that's naturally, like, that's, I'm just not shy about it. Do I constantly need a drink to get through my week and all this? No. Do I drink to uh, loosen up in social settings? Very much so. But no, it's not out of control and it's not, that doesn't mess up my life at all. It's not unhealthy. But the fact that I do it. I know other Christians would find that detestable. So that's why I don't feel the need to justify it right now, as I'm being honest, because it's not something that is so unhealthy for my, like I don't depend on it to live my life. But when I see videos of people throwing out bottles and people saying, oh, God delivered me from this, that's when, because I, I do the comparison thing. I'm like, dang, other Christians don't curse. So I, so let me try to stop cursing because other other Christians don't do that. And I, I shouldn't be doing that. And man, am I really a Christian if I do that? Because I'm comparing. I'm comparing myself. Instead of, instead of living in, living in God's grace, his presence, his uh, his plan for my life, instead of having a relationship with him, I have more relationship with other people because I'm comparing myself. I'm, I'm living my life through, I'm living my life through comparison and not living in the freedom that God has given me. And like I said, I don't know if I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. I don't doubt that God can take those things away from my life either. Going to carnival, if God's like, yo, I don't want you to go anymore. All right. I'm hard-headed. I might push back, but I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm prideful. I might, 
you know, throw a fit about it. But like, if God is like, yo, I don't, anything I named, anything I named, if God's just like, I don't want you to do that anymore. If God is pulling me away from those things, then I'm going to go where God is. But now, the reason why I find those to be so wrong about me is not because I feel the conviction from God to stop. It's because of the fear of judgment of other Christians. And that's a dangerous space because if I'm fearing your judgment instead of yielding to the conviction of the Holy Spirit, whose voice is leading me eventually? Like, if I'm basing my life off of the judgment, criticism, and condemnation of other people, instead of being guided and being led by the Holy Spirit, whose voice is really the dominant in my life? Who am I following, really? Who is actually the master of my life? Because for a long time, it really hasn't been God, for real. Like, it's been the thoughts and opinions of other people who I've made an idol in my life. But I'm really in this space of not wanting to be stuck anymore, not wanting to be caged and policed. Because even though there are commands that God has, even though there are things that the Bible says to do and not to do, God's word is not something that I feel policed by, that I feel is a cage that I feel takes away from me. It is given me way more than God has given me way more than he has taken from me. Because even in stuff that I lost, I'm like, man, I have this new uh, found growth I'm in a different space. I'm in a better place. So I say all that to say, I need to accept all of me. I need to accept the fact that I am a sinner, that I am flawed, that I'm not perfect. And God loves me anyway. <laughs> that I'm loved and, and, and accepted by God anyway. So why can't I accept what God accepts? Why can't I accept who God accepts? Because it's not ultimately the things that I do that saves me. In Titus 3, 5, it says he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Because I keep myself stagnant and I keep remembering the past and I keep putting myself down and I keep trying to perform for love, acceptance, and to prove my significance, I can't experience this new life through the Holy Spirit. And I have to submit to Christ. I have to give my full self, which means I need to be okay with being me. I need to be okay with me. I need to be okay with knowing I'm flawed, that my shortcomings don't disqualify me, that my flaws don't disqualify me. No one is perfect besides Jesus anyway. I'm loved despite me falling short. There's nothing I can do to earn love and earn salvation. I do not need the validation of other people. I do not need other people to like me because I am accepted and liked and loved by God. And honestly, I really think it's 
not even about the swearing, the drinking, my mistakes I've made, even the inappropriate humor I have that I believe disqualifies me too. I think it's more this. I think because I struggle with people wanting to accept me and like me, even if those things don't change about me, even if I keep making mistakes, will I be able to accept myself? Will I be able to believe what God says and thinks about me and be okay with knowing I won't be accepted and liked by others? I'm not trying to say just do what you want and God's going to be okay with it. Because even in the Bible, it says in 1 Peter 2.16, live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover up for sin. But there must be an unconditional love and unconditional acceptance we have of ourselves because that's what God has for us as his children. We are free and free indeed. We have flaws and we fall short, but we must fear God and not the judgment, criticism or condemnation of others. Because at the end of the day, I am here for Christ and for his glory alone. I am to also edify, love, and add to the life of others. But all that matters is hearing him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I hope y'all got something out of this. I really do. I thank y'all for making it to the end. I really hope this helped you. For those of us who find it hard to put ourselves first, for those of us who find it hard to accept ourselves, I hope this really helped you. Thank y'all for listening. Be light, be love, be legit. Peace.